I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. That sounds so good. Dead. I know Joseph Tacopino loves this song. Yes, one of Donald Trump's main attorneys, certainly on the Alvin Bragg case and the E. Jean Carroll case, but my man Tack gets consulted on every case and the best lawyer in the country. I know my beautiful wife, Danielle, is listening right now. Dan, you're right there, you and Artie too, but Tacopino has, uh, for many, many, many years, he has represented the biggest and the best. In fact, I saw something on Meek Mill two days ago. Takapina represented him. You've been hearing about Yeron Bandersloot coming back to America. Takapina represented him. I saw Lilo Brancato on Instagram yesterday. Takapina, you know, represented him and, of course, Donald Trump. So here he is, my dear friend of 46 years, Joseph Takapina. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, Sydney. What a night. Holy moly. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I, I told I mean, this story earlier in the program that there you are sitting with our mutual friend, Vinny Viola, who owns the Florida Panthers. Your kid works for the team and hanging out in the beautiful suite. And the Panthers got an amazing big-time win. But as you told me last win. night, you couldn't even enjoy the game. Isn't that true? No, I, well, I literally walked into Vinny's suite, and within one one second, I think I put a foot in the ground. My phone started blowing up like the vibration. I thought it was getting a leg massage. I mean, it was unbelievable, and it just it happened. I mean, it happened last night unexpectedly um, and disappointingly. And, uh, you know, so that was the end of my, my really watching the game, except for the overtime. I did put the phone away. For yeah, and that was an amazing so, win. It was a great win. Huge win. That team is, boy, again, it comes from the top, but that team does, has a no-quit attitude. And, you know, they were down 2-1 to one with two minutes left in the game, and that would have made it a, a 3-0 series for Vegas. And that basically would have been game, set, match. Um, they fought. They didn't give up. And, and 
uh, Rahegi scored that that goal with two minutes left, and uh, um, it was unbelievable. No, no, Kachuk scored the goal with two minutes left, and then Rahegi. Right, that was Kachuk. Well, he got over. Yeah, he yeah, he's made a living goal. the last couple of months for Hagee of scoring oh. big overtime goals for uh, oh, Vinny Viola. So I want to get to uh, you know I had uh, Monica Crowley, our mutual friend, on uh, about thirty five uh-huh. minutes ago, and she said, you know, this whole thing with this indictment, there is uh, kind of a constitutional issue at play here in that. You know, usually you don't want two branches of the government. In this case, you've got the executive. He was a former president. And the judiciary, of course, are the DOJ. They're the ones who are, uh, who are indicting him, uh, going head-to-head. And you got a guy who's running for president. You know, we saw something like this when uh, Jim Comey came out, for example, right before the election in 2016 and went after Hillary Clinton. And, of course, he didn't charge Hillary Clinton, and she went on to lose the election. But usually... The FBI, the DOJ, they stay away from stuff like this when somebody is yeah. running for president. I know it's a three- to six-month thing, but clearly they've broken protocol here, and because they hate him so much, they don't care. But there is kind of a constitutional issue based on those two branches of government, yes? There is a constitutional issue. And more importantly, there's, there's, a, there's a moral issue. I mean, what's happening here? This is a very – Sid, I'm not overstating this, I swear to you. This is a very sad and very scary day for this country. Um, it, it, you know, it is unconscionable for a president to indict his leading political opponent with his Justice Department um, when that same president kept classified documents for decades. Um, and, you know, every American who believes in the rule of law, whether you're a, a Republican or Democrat, has to stand with President Trump for this, um, and this is a grave, grave injustice, and it's unbelievable. This is, again, I've been saying it since the Bragg conversations. This is the weaponization of the justice system. Now we have the weapon, really scary, the weaponization of federal law enforcement, which really does represent a threat to a free society. Um, it's, you know, it's <laughs> harking back to those days of dark dictators where they use their, their you know, their law enforcement arms to, to impose their will against opponents and make them disappear or, or put them in jail. It's, it's, it's what you're seeing here. And, you know, for years we've witnessed this really uneven application of the law depending on political affiliation. And it's, 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 it's becoming frightening now. Well, Joseph, the people that are supporting Trump are telling me, including Monica and others, uh, I've had a bunch of people on, obviously, no one gets cast like we do. And you're the number one. No doubt. So, no doubt, right? So, uh, they've been telling me, listen, Audie oh, said I'm this. Sorry. By the way, congratulations, dude, on that award. That's unbelievable, Sid. Really, uh, thank and you. This is like I was so proud of you. I'm so happy. <laughs> I that's love you too. Well, thank well you. deserved. But the best morning show in New York. Are you yeah. kidding? That's, that's unbelievable. Thank you. Thank so, you. Sorry to interrupt you, but it was just something I, I had to mention. Well, I appreciate that. that. I love you, and I'm proud of you too. So, thank you. Uh, thank you, really, very, very much. But people have said to me, look, the indictment could take a year. Then you've got appeals. You know, and and uh, before you know it, it's going to be November 2024, and the clock may run out on the DOJ. Maybe Trump has the clock in his favor. And don't forget, if he does win the election, Donald Trump can pardon himself. He can do that. Uh, what do you think about the clock in this case? Because the timing is conspicuous. I, what I think is that they are, the prosecutors are going to do everything they can do to push to make sure there is a trial before the November 24 elections. I mean, I think they're going to do everything in their power. Um, and I think that's why they brought this indictment as quickly as they did in Florida, where there's not going to be motions for change of venues. Don't forget, this was – everyone was looking at D.C., 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 right? I mean, that's where Smith was. That's where this whole thing is sort of emanating out of. There's jurisdiction there potentially because of the 
the you know the national archives being in DC, the documents coming from DC, but what they did by by bringing this indictment in Miami um, was to circumvent any any change of any motions that are going to come um, to say we shouldn't be in. In, in you know DC, we should be in the state of Florida where the documents were maintained. Um, that's the right the right jurisdiction, the right venue. Well, does that does that um, help President Trump? Because I, I, don't, I, I can't believe it doesn't. I can't believe right, it doesn't right. because the, the look at that he's he's won that state in both elections, right? Um, and 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 people who are are like minded and, and sympathetic to him and and are willing to believe that he is the victim of the weaponization of our justice system. A lot of them are down here. You know, a lot of them are down here. Yeah. Um, aside from Texas I, and this state, I don't know if there's a better better venue um, to get jurors who would be willing to accept that as opposed to, oh, I don't know, like New York City, where nine out of ten jurors, once they hear the name Donald Trump, the verdict is in. Or D.C. Um, or D.C. would be bad, too, but Donald Trump. D.C. Yeah. would be horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible, right. horrible. So right. I think part of the reason that they brought that here is not because they want to do President Trump any favors. I think it's because they want to get this case to trial before November 24th. So then the question becomes this, because I've discussed this with other attorneys, you know, the most damning of the seven counts, which, of course, have found guilty on all. He faces up to 75 years in prison, nah, which is that's, ridiculous. That's, ridiculous. That's if you look at them individually and, and right. pile them up. But the, right. the, the federal sentencing guidelines do not work that way. Right. So, so, but the one, thing, anyway. the one thing that scares me is one of the counts talks about Trump Telling somebody, and, and not just you know the, the valet guy, telling somebody of relative importance, and maybe this is what Meadows said. I don't know. Hey, do me a favor. If they ask this, say this, or do me a favor. Put that there, not there. Or if they can prove that he did do that, I guess that's obstruction. I'm not sure. You're the attorney. That would be very damning uh, for Trump. Yes, I think that's where they're really. You know, they think they have their strongest case. Yeah. I mean, the president, they, they claim, is accused of, of telling others to mislead government officials um, while they're working on gathering classified documents in his possession. And that, that if true, which it's not, I, mean, I, I know the facts well enough to say it's not, right. that would be a crime that would constitute obstruction of justice. So, you know, it, it, federal law prohibits well, that. Well, you, 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 you say it's not true, but, again, over 90 percent of folks that are charged federally end up guilty, over 90 percent. And the wisdom is, the conventional wisdom is, Merrick Garland and these guys wouldn't do it, which I don't believe either because they try everything anyway. But they say, oh, they wouldn't do it unless they really had that, that smoking gun. So you say he didn't do it. Are you 100% sure of that? I'm 100% sure that based on what I know, um, based on what I've seen and based on what I've heard from all the other lawyers who are working on this case on a daily basis, that he didn't do it. And as far as those statistics are concerned, they are true. Ninety percent of the, the, the federal indictments wind up in a conviction of sort, either by plea or by, by jury trial. Uh, my last two federal trials didn't work out that way for the prosecutors. I have, you know, the last two federal jury trials I've had, I've won. Um, so I don't believe in that statistic. And But by the way, all of that goes out the window in this case. This is – we're dealing with a monumentally historic federal indictment, okay? The first time of, uh, look, we're hitting first all over the place this year, right? This is the first time I represented uh, President Trump in the case where the first president in the history of our country to have been indicted anywhere. Um, he was indicted in New York. Now this is the first time a, a, a president, um, a former president, has been indicted by a federal and, and, that, and that first time thing in your case and right now is kind of a big thing, uh, Joseph, because there's no precedence, right? No precedence. No precedence, exactly. And and so when you're talking about, you know, they always win and, you know, all that stuff, well, they always win, you know, in in, in cases where no one's claiming 
uh, a political motive, a weaponization of the system. There are going to be other issues here than just the you know prosecutors representing the United States of America. This is this is a different world we're in now. This is a case where it's going to be you know really the Biden Justice Department against the former president and his political opponent, chief political opponent for this next election. And and the timing is horrific. And Sid, I'll, I'll never forget what I said to you on this show, or on your show earlier this year or later last year, when they uncovered all those boxes, the classified documents in Biden's garage, looked like a pile of, of, of you know, of trash <laughs> next to his, his Corvette, right? I said, well, that just insulated President Trump from from being charged. Oh, not just you, but Bill O'Reilly said the same thing. He said, don't worry, they can never charge Trump if they don't charge Biden. And, you know, all the rules of conventional wisdom, all the rules of common sense, all the rules of of intellectual honesty go out the window when you're dealing with President Trump and these cases. It's just, it's it's my But but that's why he needs great attorneys. All kidding aside, I'm not going to mention names. It doesn't matter. Now I've spoken to just about all of you. Uh, you know I think you're the best attorney in the world, and I mean that sincerely. I'm, I'm not just because we're friends. I, I really do. I appreciate that, Jim. Some of his attorneys I'm not all that impressed with, i got to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know Jim Trusty, uh, but all I hear is great things about Trusty. You know him? What, what are your thoughts on him? I, I, I don't know him well. I don't know him personally. I mean, we've been on a few conference calls together and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, terrific lawyer, former federal prosecutor. I mean, he, Jim is, is terrific. I think he'll uh, – He'll be able to look. He he knows his way around that courtroom, and he'll do fine, and he'll do great, and he'll fight. And uh, he's in good hands. I mean, with this case, he really is. This is uh, this is something that I think is 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 you know going to be a war. And I think Trusty is is more than capable. I think he's a terrific lawyer. And you know, um, it, it's it's good that there's a a you know a team effort here. Yeah. You know, there's been too much nonsense in this in the Trump legal team um, over the years with. You know, working against another person, all that stuff—that has to go. That has to go. So, 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 what, you, what you're saying then, because this came out again yesterday in some publication or some newspaper, that there has been some issues inside the Trump legal team. Not all you cats get along necessarily. And you're saying well, I, I have no problem with anybody. I know I mean, you I don't. I know with, you don't. Yeah, yeah, I work with Todd and Susan, Todd Blanchard's necklace, and they're two of the best and dear friends of mine. Right. Um, you know, and then the Carol I worked with, Alina Haba, and, and no problems anywhere. Um, you know, in all these other cases, there are squadrons of lawyers. Issues, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's seven issues. or eight or nine lawyers. Right, right. And when that happens, you know, it just so lawyers are just being lawyers sometimes. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, bad because you really you have to put the client first, not your personality right, or your personal right. interest. So 30 seconds to go. God, you're so good. Uh, 30 seconds to go. Two guys you love and respect, Judge Andrew Napolitano and Arthur Idalo, both have said to me, that this is really serious. They don't know if he did it. They, they think he's probably innocent. But but they both think that going to jail remains not likely but a real possibility. But his campaign, his presidency basically being over, they think that's even a more real possibility. What do you think? See, see I find it, I, listen, having been around this close long enough and, and, and close to the president as I have this last year, yeah. um, I think it's the opposite. This emboldens and empowers the people who love him and support him will, will walk into a fire for him because they believe what he's saying, which is this is further proof of, of the weaponization of the justice system. This is further proof of election tampering. They're trying to take everyone's right to vote away, and, and this they're trying to disable their fiercest political opponent. That, that's So I don't think this ends his campaign. I think his – look, when he got indicted in Manhattan, said the next – 
week, his his poll numbers went up significantly, and he the campaign raised eight million dollars. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, like, it's going to be a new campaign strategy. You get indicted. <laughs> right. No, it is. He'll probably put his mugshot out there and say, hey, I'm going to win and pardon myself, so make sure you vote for me. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I don't, I don't think this is a fait accompli. Yes, I understand. The, yes, the federal case is serious, and, and I think it's, a, you know, a very serious situation, obviously, a very sad situation, but a serious situation. You do not take this lightly. Um, but on the other hand, the, his, the one thing I can tell you about President Trump, this is going to make him stop. It's going to make him yep. go forward with yep. more conviction, try and win that office. And, uh, you know, I agree we with need you. a reset here. We need a reset yep. in this country. We just do because this is a bad, bad precedent because yep. it's going to keep – if this is the new norm, um, the new norm is going to be whoever's in office, whatever political party is the, is, is, is the presidency. The other side better be careful because yep. there's a Justice Department that now is not an independent branch anymore but now works for that – political side um and and we'll seek we'll seek uh you know vengeance yes. against yep. the political well opponents yep. if that's where we're going we're i'm moving <laughs> yeah i'm with you i'm going to italy with you hey uh i'm with you uh judge napolitano said prison likely i disagree i'm with you i think it emboldens the president and uh he's gonna end up getting through this too i love you this is another great appearance Joe. i mean really great i look forward yeah. to posting it on my instagram later on this afternoon with your graphics lady have yourself a great friday thank you so much okay brother my man joseph tacopina